0: everybody, my name is Katie and welcome to my podcast, Me and My Love for Broadway. If you know me, you know that talking about Broadway is pretty much all I talk about. Um, it really is my dream and this topic was so expected of me to pick. Just a little bit on me and my theater background, I have been doing theater since about fourth grade and before fourth grade and mixed in a little bit, I did ballet for eight years. The main two reasons why I love theater and Broadway, there's more, these are just my top two, um, is it is a completely judgment-free zone. When you're on stage, people just want to see you having fun. And my other reason is it is a clear space to just express yourself. Depending on your character, you can be as goofy as you want, as serious as you want, and just you just get to express everything on stage. I'm going to be talking about some of my favorite shows and shows that I recommend. Keep in mind, most of these shows were movies before they became musicals, Um, so when I'm talking about the show, I'm talking about the musical and not the movie, um, except for one of them. So the first show I'm going to be talking about is West Side Story, and this is the one where I'm going to be talking about the movie. Um, This movie is a completely classic movie, and it may sound really familiar to people that aren't theater fans. This movie faces racial issues where the Jets, the Americans, and the Sharks, the Puerto Ricans, don't really ever get along. Um, Until one day, there's a shark named Bernardo, and his sister Maria falls in love with a Jet named Tony. The rest of the movie is kind of just a complete mess and you can kind of think of it as a modern day Romeo and Juliet. In 1962, it won an Academy Award for Best Picture and Best Director. It won a Golden Globe for Best Picture and it has won so many more awards. And in December of 2021, there is going to be a new West Side Story movie. Um, I- have seen some pictures and there is some notable cast that's going to be a part of it, but I would definitely look into getting tickets for it because it looks like it is going to be so fun. So from now on, I am talking about the musicals, no more movies. I will mention if it was a movie or if it's going to be a movie, um, but now on to the rest of the musicals. The next musical I have for you is Beetlejuice. Again this was a classic movie um, but I'm going to be talking about the musical. So the plot of the show is that there is a demon named Beetlejuice who is dead and wants to be alive again. To be alive again a living human has to say his name three times. When he meets Lydia Maitland who was now living in the house he convinces her to say his name three times. She is on the edge about it and kind of tests him in ways. The show is kind of chaotic. There's always a lot going on, um, but in the end, the characters, all of the characters, find freedom whether they are dead or alive. If you're wanting to see this show, just keep in mind it is kind of a dark show. There is cussing and it can be inappropriate and sometimes, and just keep in mind, Beetlejuice is a demon, so there's that. (laughs) So, Beetlejuice was on Broadway for about a year and it had to close because of the coronavirus and after, when Broadway opens back up, it will not be coming back. It was housed in the Winter Garden Theater and when Broadway does open up, Music Man with Hugh Jackman will be taking its place. And there will be a national tour in the fall of 2021. Moving on to our next musical, we have Tuck Everlasting. If you know this show, please, please send me a text and we can be friends because this is really a lesser-known musical, um, but it deserves all of the love. So this musical was first a book, a fantasy book, then it was a movie, and if you watch Gilmore Girls, um, the actress who plays Rory was in the movie, and then it was moved to a musical. One of the notable um, actors is Andrew Keenan Bolger and we will talk about him later in Newsies because he was one of the main characters in Newsies and he just he just he's so he's so good <laughs> I want him to play everybody on Broadway he is so good he deserves love and his voice is just like amazing so last we are going to talk about the plot um, it is definitely not your average fantasy story it's kind of whack (laughs) um so it starts out there's a girl named winnie foster and she lives on a street called maine um and her whole life kind of has been this like boring she doesn't really have any friends she's not allowed to have anybody in her house and she's living this good girl winnie foster stereotype and one day she decides to go into these woods that her family owns, which she is not allowed to be back there, but she goes anyways. In the woods, she meets a boy named Jesse Tuck, and he is drinking this water, and he gets caught drinking the water, and she's like, she's like, why, like, can I have some of that? He's like, no, 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 you can't drink this water. You need to go home right now, um, and then Winnie convinces Jesse to tell her what's going on. And eventually you find out that there's a family of four, the Tuck family, who has been drinking this water for about 300 years, and this water makes them not age. So this family kind of captures Winnie because they don't want her going home and telling people, so they kind of hold her hostage for a few days, um, and a lot happens in those days. Um, but one of the main things is that Jesse sings a song to Winnie that's, like, pretty much wait for me. So, Jesse is 17 and Winnie is 11. It's kind of creepy. I think Jesse kind of gets a little crush on Winnie. Um, kind of gross because they're six years apart, but that's kind of the whole point. He wants her to go home and not speak of this, and he gives her a vial of this water And he says pretty much, when you're 17, drink the water and come find us and we can be together. So the rest of the musical is just like Winnie um, thinking about that decision and her final decision. Which I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to check it out on your own. But it really is a beautiful story and a beautiful musical. There's lots of dancing, contemporary dancing and like soft music. And it's just a super beautiful musical, and I recommend it. So now on to a sort of newer musical. Um, You've probably heard about this in the news in 2017-2018. It really was a big deal, and I am talking about Dear Evan Hansen. So I can't really explain the plot of Dear Evan Hansen to you, um, because it would take me a whole other podcast to describe it, but you should definitely look it up. Um... It's a really inspiring story, but the just to give you a clue, the, kind of the whole musical is revolved around one huge lie. This musical faces a lot of social issues. Um, the main one that it talks about is suicide. It also touches on anxiety, depression, there's divorce, and also a little love story because what is a show without a love story? i've definitely cried listening to the music i cry every time i listen to the music actually don't tell anybody it's just just between us nobody else needs to know that um i haven't seen it yet but i really want to see it and i know that if i've if i go see it somewhere i'm probably going to cry through that too there has been talks of a movie so keep an eye out for that no i will definitely be seeing it like it every possible opportunity I have to see it. There has been some notable cast members. Um, actually, all notable people who have played D- Evan Hansen. Um, so, the first one is Ben Platt. He was the original Evan. And I have a whole segment on him. So, we'll get back to him later. Another one who was playing Evan Hansen before the coronavirus was Jordan Fisher. Now, that name may sound familiar because he was a Disney kid. He grew up on Disney, and I think one of the last things he did was he was in the Teen Beach movie movies. So, yeah. Our other notable Evan was a 17-year-old named Andrew Barth Feldman. Now, yes, he is a 17-year-old. Now, he did local theater Um, when he was a kid, but he won the award for Best Actor at the National High School Musical Theater Awards. And after that, he joined the cast of Dear Evan Hansen. And it was clearly for a reason, because he is amazing. But that's just crazy. If some of you guys aren't theater fans, it's really hard to get on Broadway. It is not an easy thing. And he is 17 years old. I mean, that's two years older than me. I can't imagine being on Broadway in two years. Like, that's just completely crazy. So definitely check out Dear Evan Hansen. Listen to some of the music and look up the plot because, like I said, it is very complicated and very hard to describe. It would take me forever to try to explain it. So next, we have not a musical. We have a person, and that person is Ben Platt. So Ben Platt is literally my favorite person ever. I- just I love him so much his voice is like he literally sounds like an angel he's like ugh, yeah I just love him um he his first big role um was when he was younger he was Winthrop in Music Man at the Hollywood Bowl um and then he he was on Pitch Perfect somewhere in there I don't really know when he was also in Book of Mormon um and then and then he was Dear Van Hansen so yeah So, he has his own show on Netflix. It is called The Politician. Um, another- he just gets himself into stuff that I can't describe. (laughs) Um, he plays Peyton Hobart, and another one you'll just have to look up. I can't really describe the plot. It is crazy, but the show is so good. Um, it is TVMA, so, like, Watch at your own risk. Um, it's I cried through, like, every episode. Again, just between us. Don't tell anybody that. Um, but I definitely recommend it. He also came out with a album called Sing to Me Instead. His music is just amazing. I love listening to him sing. Um, and I would recommend, in case you don't live forever, um, Grow As We Go, Run Away, He came out with a single called Rain, definitely recommend that one, and actually yesterday he came out with a song called So Will I, and it's like such a calming song, I've listened to it on repeat since yesterday, and it just gives me like warm, cozy, like protected vibes. If you don't follow Ben Platt on social media, definitely I recommend you do, he's just such a cool guy, and yeah, I just love him so much, and again, I would do anything to meet him back to the musicals ha just kidding you thought we're talking about off broadway you may have thought broadway isn't it all the same thing no actually it's not off broadway is like a little subdivision of broadway um it is smaller than broadway and you have to have a certain like you're considered off broadway by the amount of seats you have in your theater which i recently learned this and i didn't know this So if your theater has between 99 and 499 seats, you are considered off-Broadway. And if you have 500 or like over 500 seats, you are considered on-Broadway. There have been many shows that have started off-Broadway and moved to Broadway or shows that kind of just get stuck off-Broadway or shows that go from Broadway and when they end their run, they go back to off-Broadway. Like, Little Shop of Horrors. Now, Off-Broadway is kind of where Broadway actors and actresses get their start. A lot of people were in Off-Broadway shows, and then maybe, like, scouts go and see it, and they're like, actually, we want you to be on Broadway, which is kind of cool. Along with Off-Broadway, I want to talk about this supper club called 54 Below. Now, 54 Below is considered um Broadway's living room. And I kind of agree with that. It's where people who have been on Broadway or off-Broadway can kind of just go and sing solo um, just to get away from all the craziness of being on Broadway. So I think that's kind of a cool concept. And also, not only um, performances happen there of singers, but they also do some small shows there. One show that has been there is called Starry. It's the story of Vincent Van Gogh, and I would definitely recommend it. And I kind of hope that show moves off-Broadway or on-Broadway soon. It definitely deserves love. Okay, back to musicals. I promise. (laughs) We are going to be talking about a widely known, almost my favorite musical called Newsies. Newsies is about the historical event of the Newsboy strike in 1899. It tells the story of when... Pulitzer and Hearst raised the prices for the newsies to buy papers and then after they raised the prices the newsies went on strike so the newsies would buy papers from Pulitzer and Hearst and then after they bought those papers they would sell it to the public so that's kind of the main points of newsies you can look it up more look up the history i think the story is a really cool story um it's kind of like Not one of the first, but it's probably one of the best, in my opinion, um, musicals that tells a story of a historical event. So I kind of want to touch on the dancing in this musical. Um, These people who dance in this musical are amazing. Um... And there's a tap scene in the song called King of New York where they, like, tap on the tables and it's, like, a kind of a little tap battle. And there's also a fight scene um, and it's, like, but it's all, like, dancing and it's so amazing. I recommend just looking up um, Newsy's dancing and just get a little glimpse of it. I promise you will not be disappointed. Like I mentioned all the way back when we talked about Tuck Everlasting, um, Andrew Keenan-Bolger played crutchy in newsies and another um, person in this musical is jeremy jordan now he plays the main main character jack kelly who kind of gets the whole strike and gets really upset um about the prices and doesn't want to be in new york he's like it's too busy for me i just want to go out to santa fe where it's open and there's fresh air and you can kind of live the life that you want so jeremy jordan has been he's just a huge broadway star and i'm pretty sure he's also been in a couple tv shows so i'm going to tell you some of his um some of the shows he's been in he was in rock of ages he was in west side story um a little lesser known musical called bonnie and clyde he was in waitress which is a bigger musical he was in this a really small musical called Island Song, and then recently he played Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors off-Broadway. That's all I have for Newsies. I definitely recommend looking up the history. Um, There's also a movie called Newsies, and then there is um, like a recording, like a video recording of Newsies on Broadway. They are both on Disney+, Plus, so definitely check those out. All right, next is my all-time favorite musical. I know I said that for like all of them, but this is my all-time favorite musical. I promise. <laughs> um, you may, you may, rec- you may um, recognize this. It is Anastasia. And if you're not a theater fan or you are a theater fan, you might be like, wait, like Anastasia, like the one I grew up watching. Yes, I am talking about Anastasia, but now the musical version. This show was an animated movie by, I believe, Fox Entertainment. Um, It is really not your average fairy tale, um, princess kind of type story. It's very different. (laughs) I don't know why all musical plots are, like, hard to describe, but check it out. But if you watch the movie, like the animated movie, keep in mind the movie and the musical like, aren't that much alike, but they are. There's a lot of differences, but if you watch the movie, you'll get the gist of the musical. Um, this has recently become my dream role. Playing Anya would mean the world to me. Like, I love Anya, my number one dream role since, like, ever, and I believe that It was only on Broadway for about a year, and I think that's kind of sad, because I feel like this musical deserves so much more time on Broadway. Um, It deserved, like, it deserved all of Broadway. (laughs) But it did go on a tour, which is when I saw it a few months ago. I saw it on tour, and if it's ever coming to a theater near you, please check it out. I just love it because it's, like, family-friendly, and you can, you just can't go wrong with Anastasia. I mean, the plot is, like, crazy, and there's bad guys, and there's good guys, and there's lying, and there's drama, and there's romance. uh oh, perfect. So, definitely check it out. Um, next, I'm going to talk about Derek and Christy. Um, I don't really know how to say their last names, <laughs> Um, but if you look at the original cast, it's Um, Derek is who played Dimitri, and Christy is who played Anya. I'm just going to mention some of their musicals that they've been in, because they are both huge Broadway and Off-Broadway stars. So Derek has been in Wicked, he has been in Carrie, Off-Broadway, and he played Eddie Birdlays in Dogfight, another cool musical you should check out, um, which was Off-Broadway, and he's also in a newer musical called Jagged Little Pill. Now on to Christy. Christy played Sophie in Mamma Mia. She was in Spring Awakening, and she was also in Carrie with, um, Derek Off-Broadway. And I'm guessing when all of this is over, um, she's going to be in an upcoming musical called The Wanderer. So we are done talking about musicals, um, some musicals, the ones that aren't on here that I recommend, I recommend listening to Wicked, um... I mentioned it, but I do recommend listening to um, Dogfight. Um, The story of 9-11 is played out through a musical called Come From Away. It talks about um, a whole bunch of planes landed in this little place called Newfoundland, and they had to figure out what to do with like 7,000 people. So I recommend checking out that story called Come From Away. Some classics you could check out are Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, Music Man, Mary Poppins. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just know there's so many musicals you could check out. Check out all of them. (laughs) I recommend like literally every and all musical. They just, musicals bring me so much joy. And I'm hoping that someday I could do that with my life. So last, I want to talk about why the Broadway community is so amazing and what some of the Broadway stars have been doing while the coronavirus is going on. So the Broadway community, not just Broadway, um, but the theater community is so amazing. Um, I recently did a show at a theater, uh, which I had never really done a show at before, and this particular theater just kind of accepted me as one of their members, and they kind of just made me feel like so safe being around them. Keep in mind, I didn't know any of these people when I first did this show. Um, I did Little Shop and this was my first time ever doing a show that wasn't with my school and I was super duper nervous and I got in and um, yeah, I didn't really know anybody except for the director and um, one other kid from my school who ended up being in it and just pretty much any theater like if you're new they'll just bring you in like the theater community is so accepting of anything the theater community will accept you no matter your religion your background your sexuality your gender um like what you look like like you can like people in theater don't really like care about those things they just care about you and all you all of your talent so that's my talk on why community, theater community is so amazing. Um, let's talk about what Broadway has been doing during this time. One of the things that has been put on is the 25 years of Disney on Broadway. This was a fundraiser back in November. In November, it was a fundraiser for Broadway Cares slash Equity Fight AIDS, um, but... When they replayed it, um, I think it was last month, they were raising money for the coronavirus. Now, people on Broadway don't really make that much money. Um, I mean, they do make money, but it's definitely not a lot if you're not a big Broadway star. So, some of these people on Broadway have really been struggling not making any money. Another thing that has gone on was the Sondheim birthday celebration. Stephen Sondheim has made so many amazing musicals. Um, he did, one of the, the big ones he did was Into the Woods. He also did Company, Gypsy, um, Merrily We Roll Along, and Sweeney Todd. So the Sondheim birthday celebration was just a couple of stars, um, not a couple of stars, there's more. Um, and they kind of just all sang Sondheim songs for Sondheim's birthday. Another thing I want to mention is what some of the Broadway stars have been doing while they're at home. A lot of stars have taken on TikTok and if you can't perform in front of an audience on a stage why not just make silly videos and even singing videos for your fans to watch you on a platform called TikTok. Some people have been putting out new music which is kind of fun like Ben Platt. I love listening to all their um like songs. Not only is it like their Broadway songs, but hearing their personal stories of songs that they have written is pretty cool. When all of these Broadway actors and actresses come back, their voices are gonna be so nice. They would have had months and months of vocal rest, and hopefully we can see some new Broadway shows coming, and even, um, Broadway stars, new Broadway stars, and new people on Broadway. Thank you guys for listening. This was my first podcast, and, possibly maybe my only podcast. I don't know. It's definitely something I have to think about. I had a lot of fun writing it, and um, even though recording it took forever, I definitely had a lot of fun. Um, If you ever want to text me about Broadway questions, let me know. My Instagram is katie.votaw, katie with a c because I'm cool like that, but I definitely will talk about Broadway with anybody, and it is my dream, and I will continue doing theater um, for hopefully the rest of my life. It's definitely something I even want to go to college for. Um, so thank you guys all for listening. Have an amazing day and God bless.